0: You're tuned into Medivus Radio, broadcasting live from Nelson Mandela University. I
1: have fought against
2: white domination, and I have
1: fought against left domination. a democratic and free society in which all persons live together in harmony and with equal opportunity. It is an idea which I hope to live for and to achieve. But if needs be
0: Don't. Nelson Mandela University, change the world.
3: You are listening to the Ben Trauma with Gogs.
0: You're tuned into Madiba's Radio, changing the world one voice
1: at a time.
3: Alright, so we're back on the bench, we're joined by Osango Gamlashi, the captain of TICS. Um Sambo, welcome to the bench, Omar.
4: Uh Thank you, um, thanks
3: for having me Cool, uh, Sango, Um, obviously you come from uh, uh, Southbourne College and then obviously now playing for TICS. Uh Do you mind sharing your rugby journey from from junior school to Tex and uh, where you progressed from, from, from junior school? Uh, from junior
4: school, I, I went to East London um, and uh, I went to junior school in Island London and studied programming. Um, that's where the love for the game actually really started. And um, funnily enough, it was all by accident that I came across rugby. I, um, I remember i just moved from a child's guy. Um, not really familiar with the sports that were that offered to me. And uh, on my arrival, yeah, um, I did not have the same option of sport as that I previously was aware of. You know, I was, was more looking to see if there was still soccer around and there wasn't so rugby became option option, at last resort with all the options that were offered to me and uh, I remember my first rugby session um, I kind of like just fell in love with the whole thing um, completely and um, ever since then um, it's, it's just progressed and uh, I've had good mentors and coaches throughout junior school and um, because my love for rugby was, was, was so deep and um I, I looked up to school at Selborne College, um, being in primary school, knowing that we was one of the powerhouse in the Eastern Cape, and it was just up the road. So um, it was a natural, was a natural um, selection really for me to go to that school. And um, from there, you know, I just kept on rugby. And by the time I was 16 at Selborne College, uh, I knew that I wanted to do rugby after school, and uh, I decided that I'm going to take it seriously and uh, wholeheartedly. So everything I did, I, I gave myself and trained towards doing that and uh, luckily I got myself a contract, um, a tier contract with the Cheaters, and uh, after doing my time with the Cheaters, I also um, had, a st- I had a stint at, at the Shimla for Boston Cup in 2017 and 2018, and um, that was a good exposure for me. Um, I think going from there, um, and the year that I had in my, in my, in my under-20 year, was really great for me, and uh, I got uh, offered another contract with the pupils in Victoria, the 2019 season, and from there it just opened a lot more doors for me, and uh, Tux came knocking as well and said, "Well, they'd like to have me in their books." And um, obviously, my kid, my my, uh, my performances obviously is what uh, attracted them, and uh, I've been doing well ever since then. They've been looking after me at, uh, um, at the university, and I've been really enjoying my time.
3: All right, so obviously, then you're ma- you're an end captain of of the of the side uh, this year um how did it come about was it a group decision and then give us uh what were your your initial reactions when you announced as the captain of of tux
4: no i mean it was crazy it was quite hectic um i never thought you know you, you, just because um you get along with everyone you just never
3: know what they really think about you that's what they genuinely think about you mm. and obviously being captain was
4: a group decision i mean the like the natural way of voting, what we did. Okay. And um, it, it was weird, because I just thought that, uh, I mean, yeah, I get along with everyone but I did not think that maybe perhaps this is what they thought of me. And uh, it was a pure expression of what they thought. And uh, I mean, now I look where we are. I mean, a year later, we're in a good place. Yeah. And, uh, and this is where we all intended to be. And obviously, there were a lot of decisions that were made. Um, from then to now, and uh, all those decisions are part of the reason why we we, we won the Varsity Cup.
3: Of course, uh, did, So you initially thought maybe you were the face, or just genuinely felt that you were made uh, being you were captain because uh, you felt the coaches felt that you were you were um, one of the leader or the the standout standout leader in, in the team.
4: I mean, I thought I didn't think too much about captain. I've never really thought about captaincy myself okay. too much. I don't really think about it too much. I'm not a, I'm not a person that usually says, uh, yeah, this year I'm going to, need to be captain. It's never really been a thing. Um, yeah. I've kept, like, I've kept a couple of sides in, in my in my journey, mm. and that, that's been great. It was a privilege. Um, but this one in particular, I mean, World Cup huge tournament. I did not think in my thinking that okay, this would be the team that would lead, you know. And when it happened, I was just like. I had so many questions, I was like, okay, um, so this is what everyone thinks of me. Mm. They feel like I could glean them this title and it's obviously, it's, it's obviously beliefs that got us here and they had belief in me and, and they wanted me to be here and uh, yeah, it's just difficult to think or believe that it could actually be a thing that, 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 that got us here.
3: You know, and then uh, you had an interview with Sam Noudini from SuperSport. Um, you obviously mentioned how lockdown or COVID affected you guys. Do you mind sharing a bit about, about you guys, uh, your guys' uh, journey uh, through a lockdown and how you guys um, were able to be resilient through all those uh, tough times? So, so we, had a, we, had a, we had a COVID scare in the camp
4: um, week two, uh, bubble number two, and it wiped out a lot of our players um, So we were put okay. in a position where we, we had to dig deep you know, and luckily for us, we had a huge squad and many talented rugby players. And some who were, were not fortunate enough to play this season. And it was sad. It was sad to see that some players couldn't feature, and some only featured once or twice. And they, some of them were like one of the best from where they came from. Now, firmly believe that some of the guys in um, in our second group of, of players could have definitely um, made a couple of the varsity clubs and sides that were that were that were competing. Mm. So. Most people didn't even notice that there was a bit of a, a dip in terms of our squad change, or whatever. Because of our depth, we had lots of we had lots of players. A group of a group of 60 strong, which is really good, and and half of them were just littered um, uh, balls on the 19th and the 21 players, and some from the Sharks. So we were we were we were quite happy to to, to, to dig. And gave other people the opportunity, and they were hungry, so they
3: didn't let us down. Yeah, and then something per- on a personal note: um, How do you feel for you and um, being the Turks' captain, first black captain of of Turks, and then winning the Varsity Cup? I mean, not the first person. I mean, Unosia Kulise also the same thing with the box. But I mean, what? What? How does it? What? How does it feel for you? Like your reaction from that? I think
4: yesterday started sinking in that we won the Varsity Cup right now and like, i sunk in completely uh, yesterday I started singing but before that my initial reaction was like I, I couldn't believe what was going on I remember um, on Monday Monday evening when I'd slept I went to bed thinking to myself how's this even happening like how's this all happening Tuesday evening the same thing and uh, only Wednesday when I woke up and I was like damn we at the championship for we share, you know we, yeah. we made it mm-hmm. and uh the, the, the more you speak to people and the more they congratulate, you start to see that they're actually talking about, talking about us. So for me as the first black captain, I just felt like the environment that Tix is, is not what people, is not the environment that people are used to, the, the original, the original old fashioned one that they're used to. Um things have changed dramatically. I mean, on my rock, right, I mean, a player like me, who grew up in an English, very English environment in East London, um, would not thrive in an environment if it was still the same as the previous one, that people are probably conditioned to thinking it is, mm. um, I don't think I'd be able to travel under some circumstances, let alone become captain for, for for such an environment. So I think it shows that things have changed. Um, it's it's way more reformed than what it, I, I I used to think it is. I was also kind of scared when I first arrived. I thought mm. maybe it was a bit you know uh, one sided. In, 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 uh, in tradition, but it isn't. And uh, it's been accommodating for all types of, of, of people. And uh, that's what I've, I've come to see. And I think that's why people um, uh, appointed me as captain because I'm a good representation of all and I can link with everyone. So a common understanding and a person that would be able to bring everyone together would obviously be a rather fitting person to
3: to take the team forward. Hundred percent last question I'm gonna give over to, to my to my co presenter or to the the management. Uh obviously the final going to the final um you guys lost two games and then you see were unbeaten uh through the round robin. Um obviously you guys didn't um play against UCT but what is the game plan going going to that game against against UCT? We, we we
1: had a plan for
4: UCT from the first time we played. And, uh, what people don't know is that usually some teams program, team program, some things about a team are richer and they stay the same. Mm. And we had a plan for them and we knew it was going to work. It was a pity we didn't play them the first time. Um, it would have been obvious. The next, when we got the chance in the final, we knew we, we had them. You know, we knew that this is the perfect opportunity to, to execute. And we did that. We came out gun blazing in the first half and, um 31-10 up at first in the first half sure um, purely showed what we what we intended on doing. And we did that exactly. And uh, if you notice um, in the last the last five minutes of that game our deep was resilience. Um, that's just part of our DNA. That was that, that was what we were we were intending on doing. We were intending to bully them and choke them and not give them easy points. Yeah. I think most of the points that we scored was, 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 uh, was our fault, the fault of our own. Yes. Um, ill discipline at some times, and we let them into our half with penalties. So, we knew that that would be the expense that we'd have to pay in the event that we did give them penalties. But we knew for a fact that they would not get anywhere near our half with the defense that we had. And, um, we showed that in the last five minutes when they were trying to run it out for a nine pointer, they couldn't go anywhere. And, um, that's obviously goes based tribute to our, um, defence system with
3: uh, our defense coach um, John McFarland. Now I'll give it over to my co presenter on the extra, on extra time on my radio Uta'ati the management. Uh, Utaati, do you have any mes- any questions for uh Usama? For the fourth time. Well I have a few questions some of the questions
0: and the questions that we have uh, asked to uh, various uh, personnel that was uh, interviewed that were participating in the podcast. Well, uh, first of all, we've been uh, talking about as much as uh, the uh, VVC Cup this year was uh, played in one place. Uh, did you perhaps feel that in, like Since it was hosted in uh, University of Pretoria, do you perhaps felt that you guys had an, an extra advantage over
4: other teams? Did you feel that? Yeah, it was. Um, it, it can't be something that you can run away from. Did we have an advantage? Yeah, it, um, Because we were at home. Just like was playing in UCT, there would be an advantage. Um, it would be a lie for me to say that we did not feel like had an advantage. You would feel less vulnerable when you're playing at home. It's a natural thing in any sport. Um, so if a competition just so happens to be held, held at home, you, naturally you should use that to your advantage because you are there. And I think every team knew that. But what started happening was when teams started to beat us, um they thought that that wasn't a factor that was helping us anymore. You know? Then it started to eliminate that idea of that being here is an advantage to us. So that's why it wasn't something that was spoken about, about much. Uh, but in actual fact that it, of course it was, it was something that helped us a lot. Um, uh, unfortunately, the tournament could not necessarily be held anywhere else. I think there was no other university in the country that had the facilities that we had to to cater for, 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 for everyone. And... Um, the way, that, the way that the that Farsi Cup wanted to do it. So it was helpful for us. Young be Corner everything that we needed was there. It was close to home. We didn't travel a lot um, mm. Our our accommodation is literally in the same road as that campus so on a we right there So yes it did, it did help a lot and uh, we definitely used it to our advantage and uh, we obviously did not have a hand in the process of being picked where it will be and uh, what place would be fitting. But when, it, when it did here, that it will be in Pretoria, we had to take that and use it to our advantage.
5: Mm.
0: Well, uh, and again, uh, you've lost two matches uh, throughout uh, the season. Which one which one of those uh, nine matches that you played, including perhaps maybe the semi-final and the final, that you would well pick this match? or Diamond man! But any match, be on a match, any challenge that made you to make sure by neither Namanya Makini or the Nicholas Um, you know,
4: you know, but I, 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 I would like to say that in about the competitions, is a long I say that because. Um, you know there were times where we had to notice and see that at this stage um, our players are running out of picks and um, a new team has to be fielded and uh, we have a very big squad a depth in it's, it's it's not a secret so what we did is we had to do rotations and obviously It worked, my pleasure, and um, it worked to our favor, and sometimes it didn't work. uh, And uh, that last game before the playoffs against CUT, uh, we would have liked to win. Um, We did not have to win it, but we would have liked to win. I think we would have said a statement. So I think the fact that we lost that game, maybe some teams thought maybe we were the easier team to beat going into the playoffs. But uh, we had a fresh side. Um, All our players were well-rested, you know, everyone was off their feet. We had mileage. We had mileage to go to the playoffs. And we showed that, that this competition, this style of a competition was not your regular competition. You know, you could not field the same team every game, week in, week out, you know. And I think maybe perhaps that's where UCT could have probably gone short. But for us personally, I think we our depth was immaculate. We, we had too many, we had a lot of players that were very unfortunate not to play. Uh, and uh, I a good chance. and those that took the, the opportunities uh, helped the team to stay afloat during the whole group stage but um, our team never stayed the same we had to be we had to be ready we were preparing for the playoffs the whole time and mm. ensuring that everyone is well-rested when we do go and uh, it was obvious and it showed and I think our strategy worked
2: mm.
0: and again that match uh, that first semi-final match against uh, uh psychologically again it would have played in your mind that, well, this is the team that you first lost to. Now we are playing them in the semi-final. So what was uh, in your mind when you were, uh, you guys you were uh, approaching that game?
4: So in my mind, when we were approaching that game, I was thinking to myself, You're, you know, this is a game that we had lost, um, but it is a game that now we need to win. We've won any chance of actually saying that we got something out of this tournament. And what we saw is that, okay, they will think in their minds that they can do it again. In our minds, we have to prove that we can do it. And a wounded dog is very, very dangerous. And that's what we were. So we had to empty the tank that day. Even there again, um, we were smart with our selection. And, uh, uh, our, 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 our team selection to ensure that when we win this game, we still have legs for the next one. So I think the fact that we were wounded dogs is what actually pushed us over the line because we wanted it desperately. Mm.
0: Well, and then I will uh, just uh, ask this question before I uh, give it back to you. Well, again, let's talk about, uh, uh we know Varsity Cup varsity sport is not in a, that professional level but uh, it does play a huge role as a feeder uh, to the uh, franchise uh, rabbit how much importance is is to have a competitive uh, franchise uh, team uh, close by and also you guys uh, some of you are playing in both uh, franchise team how much uh, uh, importance when you guys are playing in varsity cup to it's
4: obviously very players. important yeah yeah to us it's very important that we do feature in varsity cup especially for those players that are aspiring to become professionals because it is the next step it's the next step going into into professional space and end up being a springboard i think for me it will be very important as well to ensure that um sooner rather than later that i crack into a professional setup and i compete in that competition so that i can also get better as an individual
0: hmm.
3: all right so that was uh, taati the management uh, co-presenter my co-presenter on 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 the extra time on madiba's radio now i move on to the to the fans questions uh, from the benchoma supporters um the rugby supporters out there and madiba's rugby supporters we've got a few questions are you ready sango Yes, I'm ready. Cool. Um, first question: um, Would you ever see yourself going overseas in the future?
4: Um, in the near future, I don't see myself going overseas. Um, I'd like to stay in South Africa and uh, and uh, create a domestic name for myself, it's a household name, and uh, and pull my profile in SA before I even think of uh, venturing off into, into 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 any foreign country.
3: And then he. We obviously have a, have a, a younger brother, who, 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 for who, obviously he had one against, against you we we, round robin. Then the same, you got, you got one over him. Now, there's a question, Arpa, is he too, who's quicker between you two, and how's the relationship between, you no 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 Yeah, my brother is quicker. Um, I saw one of his stats,
4: uh, he hit a thirty-four point, a three, four point eight, uh, um, kilometers per hour. Um, my highest recorded one this tournament was three four point six, so I, I we can say it's, it's quicker. But I guess we'll have to stand on the track and then uh, run against each other. But um, uh, what is the second part of that question?
3: Relationship uh, you know, nah,
4: yeah. Oh, me and my brother have a have a, have a really good relationship. Um, me and him uh, work together a lot. Whenever it's holidays, whenever it's home, we jump together. Um, you know, um whenever we're around, um yeah, I think it's a quite not I do I don't wanna say too much of a platonic relationship, brother like, like. Yeah.
1: Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razma, Jaz, Mba, on Flick. You are listening to Madiwa's Radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go.
6: You're listening to Madiwa's Radio, opening up the waves for you to be heard.
3: Uh, Jake, you've got the Stormers this week. Um, the first encounter guys obviously got one over them. Will you be expecting anything different from them? Um, obviously, they normally play that forwards-oriented game, considering the amount of box they have in the forwards pack.
7: Yeah, Nathan, uh, look, I'm not expecting anything different. I think they've got, a, they've got a formula that works for them. They work uh, with their forward pack. Last time they came here, they came with six forwards. Uh, I mean, again, I wouldn't be surprised that they come with six forwards again on the bench um, because it's been working for them. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, we know. I mean, we know how they play. They, they use their scrum and their mall as, as a key weapon for their game we just got to make sure that we can you know we can obviously match them in those areas okay
3: and then last one is for Dwayne do you think the players will be more motivated this weekend to perform considering uh, a and job will be announcing their large spin box squad on saturday evening they did mention that they were un- still unsure in certain departments
5: Yeah, Nathan, i think if you <laughs> you know you still got to you still got to stick with uh, your game plan so obviously you're yeah, there's the there bigger things um uh, to work for and things like that, but if you if you stay within your structure and you play well um, within your team and uh, your team structures then obviously you'll 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 um, you won't get overlooked so for some guys maybe it's a more personal thing for other guys where there's there, there are bigger things so obviously we're still playing in a competition um, so for for us at the bulls I think Rainbow cup is is um, you know the first thing. Um, that we're looking at and then anything after that um, you know you take it as it goes
8: Jake uh, you said the Stormers won't be very different but uh, you guys are looking a bit different with uh, three Springboks uh, coming back into the squad um, just chat to us about what what you're expecting uh, them them to bring obviously Marcel not back but uh, a very exciting first cap
7: uh-huh. Yeah, Ken, interesting. I mean, it's his first game for the Bulls. I mean, obviously, I've known him a long time. I coached him at the Sharks. I know when he was relatively young. Uh, it's quite ironic because today we had a couple of our really, really old, legendary uh, Northern Transvaal players came and, and came to our captain's practice. So we had guys like Tace Lawrence and guys like Puerto Fari, Valikats, Katz, uh, Lawrence Kampfer, John Memeza, um and I'm trying to, and Hendrik Rogers you know all of them played over 100 times for Northern Transvaal and I think the, the message I gave is that we get a guy like Marcel playing in his very first game it's a it's one of hopefully many many more um, but to answer that Ken I mean I, I get confidence out of the fact that when you can bring Gia up on his Springbok Marcel Kutsia and Ivan van Sal into your squad you know credit to the the, the conditioning staff who've managed them you know correctly in getting them back for this big game because uh as you said earlier, you know, massive game against the the Stormers, uh, a must-win game for us, um, and it's at home at Loftus, so it's great to have those three guys back, and you know, for this game at home.
6: Jake, can you, uh, Yes, Jan. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, if if we uh, look at I mean, you touched on the on the scrum and the Stormers' way of playing. Uh, explain to us your reasoning behind starting the front row that you're starting and. Uh, having
7: a guy like Trev off the bench? Um, well, my reasoning is I think as a unit, those three have scrummed together the most since I've So even as juniors, I'm talking about even when we had Trevor and Liesel starting with Joe Fonsale in some games when Krubies was injured and we had Trevor and Liesel scrumming with uh, Skulky Rasmus. Um, so the reality was that that team or that front row had been scrumming as a combination. It was Gerard, Grubis uh, uh, and, um, and uh, Mornay Smith have been scrumming as a combination against that other team for long periods of time, so you know, I just thought it's, it's a great combination, they know each other, it's all about understanding the front row, they did relatively well as a combination in most of the games we've played, um, and I, again you know, they, they are going to be the way forward for us, if we lose Lizo and Trevor to the Springbok team um, which you know, is highly likely then the reality is then we've got, to, we've got to give game time to these other guys. So, yeah, I mean, Jan, it's a bit of, I suppose, a bit of everything. It's a reward for, for having done reasonably well. It's a, it's a confidence thing for having played together more often and scrummed together more often. And it's a, it's a succession plan for me as a coach to see whether or not we can keep building with that combination going forward.
9: Jack, um, uh, what do you hope to to see from Marcel as he's been selected at open side flank? He played quite a bit at number eight at Ulster, and also uh, Geo Aplon off the bench as an attacking stack runner.
7: Look, Ashfaq, I mean you'd know that Gio Aplon, having known him from the Stormers, and I've had him at uh, at Toyota. I mean I've known him a long time as well. Tried to get him to Montpellier when he was at Grenoble. It's not just what he does on the field. It's what he does off the field. It's the way that he interacts with the players. I mean, the, the, the work he puts in with guys like Stravino, Jacobs, and, and the younger players, David Creel, and those guys, you know, just to have his voice on the field as well this week in terms of helping the, the outside backs. Uh, so that's, that's for me, is important. Um, and, I mean, I'm not expecting flashy stuff when him. He's just come back from a long, long-term injury. I mean, he got injured in literally the second or third week we were together in Bloemfontein. So, I mean, it's going to take a while, but I think that he's added value of the way he talks and the way that he communicates and the way that he interacts with the group. And then Marcel, I mean, I mean, he was voted, I think, player of the Pro 14, players' player of the Pro 14, you know, best player at Ulster, you know, players' player of Ulster. I mean, he can play 6, 7 and 8. I'm just looking forward to seeing Dwayne Elrich and him play together. I don't think there are too many loose forward combinations in world rugby at club level that are better than those three, and then you still got Marco van starting on the bench. So, yeah, I mean, the nice thing about it is um, it's a combination that hasn't played together, but I'm, I'm confident that they they all three good enough, or all four good enough players to actually understand their role and, and get it right this weekend. Jake, uh,
8: just you mentioned these a Koboko there. I, I seem to remember him...
7: Limping off the last game. Is he injured? Yeah, uh, so Ken, yeah, exactly that. I think, uh, you know, he was one of those guys who then went to the Springbok alignment camp last week. So he was away Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, again, probably not ideal in terms of us having to prepare. So we just, you know, obviously uh, made, made as though, because we, we weren't sure if he was going to be in and out. Uh, we then made as though he wasn't going to be available and continued. Uh, hopefully he'll be back. Soon, you know, as I said, he should be all right to go, you know, next week. So it gave us time to prepare with a, with a group that had been training and that had been training and playing together based on the fact that I wasn't sure if Lizo was going to be available. And let's not forget, Ken, I need to rest him. He's in that alignment camp, so he would have had to sit out a week anyway. So, you know, again, a little bit, of, I suppose, a little bit of everything, having to sit out for the alignment camp, having not been 100% and having not been here for four of the of last week's days, Probably uh you know probably the right call not to get him involved
9: dwayne um are the other are guys still hurting from the lion's defeat
5: um I feel like, in a way it's uh, you know you you got learn from 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 your losses so i think yes there are there are some things that uh, that we really worked on um you know uh, we had a hard look on uh, at ourselves and uh, the way we played and the way we um, you know, some things we we executed in the game, and some things we didn't. So um, obviously, we had uh, we had some good time off to you know to to sit back and and think about what uh, what we want to do and what we want to achieve and what 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 actually went wrong. So um, yeah, we had a good week of uh, of preparations. Uh, hopefully, we can you know we can bounce back from that uh, from that defeat.
10: Wayne, um, net gegeven wat gebeur het by die um,
9: captains run, ek meen vir jou as kaptein en vir die race van jou spanmaats moet die symboliek om een klomp legendarise bulle kapteins daar so te hennitsieke amazing gewees.
5: Hans, ja, dit is, um, dit is fantastisch. Uh, ek moet sê, dit betekent vir, vir ons ouwens uh, redag baie, he. ek bedoel as jy al, as jy al gaan kyk, dit is ouwens wat oor een 100 gespeeld, gespeel het, soos wat, so wat jy gesê het, maar ek dink die groot, groot ding is, die tijd en die moeite waar hy ouwens vat, om bij jou uit te komen en die ouwens aan hande te kom skit, en, het beteken baie vir, vir jonge ouwens, ek, ek, ek moet zeggen daar seker, ek denk ons is seker twee of drie, wat about, meeste van die ouwens ken, die het niet a wie hulle gegroet het nie, maar, ek dink, um, die manne wat, uh, wat was, weet, hulle het, hulle een goede goeie, plek geloos, en hulle was van die ouwens, wat van die begin af daar was, ik so, denk dat dit is net, ja, dat is iets speciaal vir die ouwens, om te sien, wie die manne is, wat, wat voor u daar gespeel het, en waar hulle, wat hulle daar achter gelaat het, en het is jou, het is jou tyd om jou eigen legacy te bou, en daar te los, so hoopelik, die dag as ouwens klaarmaak hier by die bulle, um, kan, hulle, kan hulle die treie in een betere plek los, as wat hom gekry het. Jake,
6: uh, Dwayne, uh, net een opvolg om daar vraag, uh, wie'se idee was die, die ouw kapteins by die
7: oefening? Ehm, Yeah, I think uh, probably Henrik is young. I mean, uh, that's part of, I suppose, part of what he brings to the the week-in and week-out performances of a team. You know, it's part of what he thinks he needs to get energy into the team. But let's not forget, it's a buy-in from everybody. We're very big on tradition. We're very big on old-school values. You know, we're very big on the fact that uh, we're very lucky to play in a stadium like we do, um, in a jersey like we do. So... Yeah, it's a buy-in from everybody here. And I think he, inst- he instigates it and I think it's fantastic and, and as, yeah, as 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 Dwayne quite rightly says, you know, they give up their time, they're here, they can't wait to get here. Villy cuts, I mean those guys are I'm sure they, you know, as I said, they probably got people all these youngsters remember. But the reality is that uh, you know, again, I think it's a great gesture that they give up their time, they get here. And um, They loved it. I mean, I can imagine the memories they must be thinking about when they come out onto the field and stand on the, on the, on the, on the pitch. So again, I think it's a, it's a wonderful gesture, Jan. And I think, uh, as I've said quite rightly to them, you, you know, Marcel could see a play his first game. He's a great player. He's a springbok. He's won a lot of accolades, but it's the first game of many at the Bulls. And, and if we put it in perspective, guys like Berger Geldeneiss, 168 times. You know, guys like Puerto Ferry, 106 times. Guys like Heinrich Rogers 115 a guy like uh, Taste Lawrence who won seven and a half curry cups you know and if you round it off that's eight curry cups so uh it's not a bad it's not a bad reflection on on what this union has and what it's achieved so yeah it's uh yeah i'm I'm hoping that that energy goes in and and it's a wonderful gesture. I'm sure other unions have got the same legends and it's just wonderful that we've we've managed to get them together and use it as a positive influence for us tomorrow
8: hi jake and uh, um Dwayne, sorry, Percy. Um, Jake, um, looking back a little bit at your uh, decision last week with uh, the Lions, and I know that you've uh, said more than once, you need to look at your depth in your team. If you've uh, played another team and you won that game, would you have selected, uh, or stayed more or less to the same structure that you've selected this week? Or is it... a a calculated
7: risk that you've taken last week? Yeah, Simon, it was a calculated risk. You know, in hindsight, that's the amazing thing about rugby. When you look back, you know, had I played Mornay Stein in that game and he had kicked that kick over and we win the game. But, I mean, rugby's not like that, you know, because maybe we wouldn't have got that penalty or maybe Mornay Stein would have got injured and then I would have said, why did I play him in a game against the Lions when I could have had him here for the last three weeks and hopefully in a, in a final. So, th- there's never a right and wrong, Simon. But, uh you know, the, the, the point is that uh, we, we are where we are. We, we put ourselves in this situation. Uh, yes, everyone could have said you could have got 18 points and whatever, but, hey, I mean, we could have quite easily lost to the Stormers in Cape Town. We could quite easily have, you know, got it wrong against the Sharks here when we were 12-9 up at half time. So it's not an exact science, Simon, and... and I think that there's a lot of juggling to be done. You guys saw today the launch of the Carling Curry Cup. You saw the launch of all the test matches a couple of weeks ago of how much rugby needs to be played. Um, As a coach, I'm busy in the background trying to find ways in which we can keep a strong squad, that we can keep everyone fit and healthy. You know, I said it just now earlier, I got three springboks coming back this week, all from injuries. Um, And that's, again, is about making sure the timing must be correct. You know, if you get the timing right, you get three springboks for a for a must-win game at Loftus against the Stormers side that are, you know, obviously a very, very good side. The coaching staff have been together for about six years. You know, those players have been around. I think they've got the most Springboks in their pack than any other team. So to have those three Springboks back now is, a, is, is great timing. So, yeah, sometimes you get it right. Same on. Sometimes you get it wrong. Sometimes it's by, by design. Sometimes it's by default. But uh, I, I still believe we're in a very good position. You know, we've got, uh, we've got a big game against the Stormers, um, it's a must-win. I keep saying it, and and you know, we get it right, then we can continue to have our destiny in our own hands.
8: Duane, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, you would have played alongside Marcel Coutier in the Springbok side. Yes.
7: Um,
8: what? How do you feel you two dovetail together? What do you enjoy about his play?
5: Yeah, I um, I think yes he's a he's a good ball carrier he plays through to the ball he's um he's a actually a well-rounded guy so he he carries he tackles well defends well um he plays through the ball on the ground so he's a he's a busy character and um i must say it's it's yeah I, i'm i'm looking forward to to play alongside him again um he's got he's got great energy on the field and um you know i think it's it's also a guy that 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 um you know that takes charge of everything. So it's it's nice to have Aurich um, playing with us. He can learn quite a lot from Marcel as well. I'm uh, uh, I'm not just the only guy that can that can help them. Um, but yeah, Marcel can also back me up with uh, with certain decisions on the field and the way we wanna we wanna play. So um, yeah, he's a well-rounded guy, really experienced, and um, yeah, really looking forward to play with him.
9: Doane, um, uh, have you got any messages from your Springbok friends in the Stormers team this week of how they're going to beat you? And then secondly, um, just in terms of the bigger picture for you personally, you've won the World Cup and the Lions tour is coming up. But the Rainbow Cup Finals, also a possibility for the Bulls. Uh, how much of a motivation is that for you?
5: Yeah, Ashpak, yeah, didn't didn't speak to any any of the Stormers guys except um, when we were at uh, in, in bock camp. But uh, it's, it's it's only only to France about our weight. Um, that's the only thing. Um, but nothing about the game this coming Friday or tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think that's 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 the thing. What I said earlier. So the big focus for us, well. You know, while you're in a competition, that's the thing you got to focus on. So, obviously, the Lions is is a big thing this year, but you you got to focus that, uh, you know, in the now. And the most important thing in the now is, is uh, is is playing as best you can, and um, you know, to get to a to get to a Rainbow Cup final. Um, obviously, that's a that's a big carrot in front of us. And then whatever happens after that, then uh, you know, like like Coach said, you can you can control your own destiny. So. Um, yeah, that's, that's the focus point for now, and then um, you know whatever happens from there, we'll, we'll take it as it as it is.
9: Thank you, Percival, Youngles, Gomora, Jake, and Gomora, Duane. Um, yeah, thank you. Jake, you want, to, you want to ask, something, um, um, Duane? I can understand how come he your layer is. This is a man with what with that experience, don't it? I'm just wondering, you're beginning as a new uh, of me. Is there a risk with your background? And Duane, what you say, Your life and now. Is daar een risiko dat baie spelers en jy sal waarskynlik sê Dwayne is 'n professionele man. hy Hy's 'n man wat op die hoogste vlak gespeel het. Hy weet wat die belangrikheid van die taak môre aand is. Maar is daar 'n risiko dat baie van jou intrasale spelers byvoorbeeld gaan terughou, en is daar is daar enige druk van jou kan of om spelers in watterto te draai? Ek sal wat Dwayne 'n ander vraag vanuit.
7: Oké, uit. Okay, Priscilla well, Locke, is maklik om te antwoord. En kom ek stel dit so. Dwayne is elke week in die dokter kamer. Hy kyk hy vogg uit sy knie uit. Elke week is hy op die veld, dan speel hy, hy weet. as hy nou, nie wou gespeel het nie, of hy wou uh, verskoning kry, kan hij elke week vir my gesê, luister coach, ek wil myself bykie terughou, ek is nie reg nie, maar elke week vrand hy op, en hij is, is reg voor die game, so, en ek dink as jy die type leier het, en jy die type speler wat alles bereik het, en hij is nog steeds bereid om elke week te speel, dan heb ik niet een probleem met ander springbokke, of spelers wat denk hulle gaan springbokke word, of wil springbokke wees, om te dink hulle hoef nie 100% te gee nie. So, jy weet, ek is baie dankbaar dat hij goed in plek is, en dis die rede hoekom ik dink weer eens, jy weet wat Duin bereik het, wat hy bereik, en, en, jy weet, en ek dink dis hoekom ons is waar ons is, jy weet, ek dink die span verstaan het, en uh, dat is altijd een risico. maar ek moet voor jou sê, van, van ons kant af, ek krijg nooit die gevoel dat enige iemand van ons, spelers in ons span, is niet bereid om, om sy body op je lijn te sit nie, en, en elke week sy beste te gee nie
9: zo'n so kort, verwacht, dat elke lid in die moet alles op die, op, op, op die veld
7: laat mora. Toen sê, wil dis gegewe, dis nie verwacht nie, dis gegeven. Voor my dis a given. Jy weet, en ek denk wat belangrijk is, is deel van die kultuur. Als allemaal sê, ik gee 100% dan, maar dit moet, moet so wees. I anders mean, is het niet echt nie.
9: Toen jy dan vraag vir jou, is maar niet menselijk om te denken dat as baie spelers as yourself, jy's 'n ervare speler, jy's nou die, uh, die, die senior kaptein van die Blue Bulls. Jy het nog taak die volgende twee twee weke tenminste, minste. Ehm um, as baie jonger spelers wat wat weet daar's 'n groot hoeveelheid wat om nationale rugby te speel is almal in jou groep onder jou leierskap gefokus op die taak wat voor lê môre teen die sommers en die, die weke wat volg.
5: Ja, op persoonlik ek ek dink dis dis die, die belangrikste ding wat jy wat jy nou sê. Ons on, ons weet wat ons wat ons taak is by die Bulls. Um, Eén iets anders, weet, as jy weet als jy je gekies wordt voor een is de bonus. Maar de belangrijke ding is elke ou moet spelen en elke ou moet zijn beste gee, want Dat is één enigste manier manier waar ou raak gezien kan worden. So, um, en dan aan ook uh, goede succesvolle span, en als alles goed werk, ik bedoel, als je nou gewoon kijkt naar na, na vorige bokspannen, hoeveel ouwens daar bij uit, spesifieke uit specifieke spannen uitgekomen. dit is combinaties en, um, je weet, as, as ons allemaal saam goed speel, en ons krijgen die rechte combinaties saam, dit is, dan dan word daarna, daarna gekyk, so, maar be- belangrikheid van nou by, met ons is, je weet, ek sê, ons, ons, ons staan kans om een, om een um, competitie te komen, het is alles in ons hande, so, of, uh, om een, om in funnel te spelen. Ja, um, daar is ander wat ook meeding vir die, vir hy plek maak, broel, ons ons is ons is, uh, ons is span, wat, Ja, ons het doel en ons wil dit graag bereik. So ehm um, rugby is rugby se wat wat ek, ons sê dit baie hierso by, by die ouens. Ons is ons is nie hier om te compete nie, ons is hier om te wen en dit is dit is op 'n van die dag waar dinge gaan. Jy jy speel rugby om te wen want waarvoor waarvoor doen ouder dan anders?
9: Ek wil wel jy speel maar kan ek kan ik kan ik ek die vraag vra? ongelukkig Ongelukkige ongelukkige of gelukkige daar spelers soos Rusgesprekman, wat ek die naweek moeilik daar op op, op loftus kom speel, meneer. Ek ek aanvaar, jy sê, professionele mens, het die kwade gevoelings of snaadsgek in Rommie, hy het die punte bedoel wees, het sê, het vir sê, plaaslike span, die Cheetahs, die Stomers, en selfs vir die nationale afrugders. Wat denk jy oor Romm, wat nou ook in nationale gesprekken gaan noem word?
7: Fantastisch vir hom, Perseval, maar ek weet nie of hy speel nie, ek denk hulle Lionel Zas, en hulle het Edwald van der Merwe, Sergio Peterson, Tristan Leids, en Sanatla, so ek is nie seker, weet, ek, mean, ek weet nie waar die mannen gaan, gaan gaan nie, maar so jy vooral my aan de houdend, ek is, geluk, ek is baie blij vir, vir Rusko dat hy in die, die prentje is, hy was by die alignment camp, camp geweest, so dit is goed vir hom, ik ja, ek sê, ek weet nie of hy spree, nog nie hulle span gesê nie, maar soos ek sê, hulle het vijf vleels wat die hele jaar gespeel het, so ek my, dit gaan maar moeilik wees vir hulle as hulle nie hierdie Saturday ook gekies word nie, vooral dat uh, Edwald van de Merwe die wendrie gedruk, gedruk het teen, uh, teen die lieus twee week terug, Ja, so, ja, kom ons kyk en sien hoe lyk hulle span.
4: Hallo.
9: Jai ke, ek wil, ek wil graag jy het verlede week daarna verwys na die moontlike double dubbel booking waar al kan wees die 19de Junie. Yeah. Ehm um, ek sien hulle speel daai dag in die in die Karibeeër kompetisie teen die WP. Ehm um, het jy al enigsins terugvoer van SR wat jy gekry oor die oor die om om die groepe te vergroot in die volgende rak?
7: Ja, Cobus is eindelijk ongelofelik, hierdie week speel, speel ons twee keer tegen die WP, as ons hierdie week wen, dan, dan, dan het ons die probleem in 19e, as hulle wen, dan het hulle die probleem in 19e, wat beteken, weet, ek denk al twee is nou bezig om beplanning te doen, van wat gebeur as ons deurgaan, en ons moet in 19e speel, so as er nou staan, ons speel in 19e, deel van de director van de rugby, is om zeker te maak, ons het tenminste twee goeie spanne, wat moet, op hy saterdag moet kan speel, as het so moendelik is, weer in vooruit praat nie, ons is nog nie in die finaal nie, uh, maar ons moet beplanning so doen koop, so op hierdie stadium, as ons in die finale is, ons is nie hier nie, dan moet ek span kry wat kompeterend kan wees thuis uh, met ons op rekordoploftes tegen die WP span wat redelijk goed gaan wees, uh, sonder laskou, cause hy sal met die alignment camp wees, dit beteken Edwell en Lionel Zas en hy moet dan speel, um, ja, maar soos ek sê, dan dan sal ek hy beplanning doen, so, maar hierdie stadium is ons net bezig om morgen aandse voorbereiding recht te kry, om seker te maak, ons ons een win, en ons kan, van daaraf kan ons dan besluit te maak, wat gebeur die 19e.
8: A lot of coaches with a, a guy like Ivan van who's leaving in a month's time, um, and you've obviously got two very capable other scrum halves, um around, uh, might not have picked him um, you know, with him yeah. going so soon, um, is that just a measure of the importance of the game on Friday, and just the importance of even to your game?
7: Ken, it's a very, a very. I'm glad you asked me that question, and I wouldn't have thought about answering it like this until you've asked me. Again, it sums up everything that Dwayne and I have been speaking about here earlier. It's about the culture of the group. If he was hiding and he didn't want to get injured, and he thought he wasn't ready, and he was protecting himself for Saracens. Then, then I would be disappointed in a guy like him and a guy like anybody that has, is at the Bulls. So that, Ken, says a lot for him. He's come back from an injury. He wants to be part of the Bulls team. He wants to be part of a team that can maybe win the Rainbow Cup. He was part of the Super Rugby f- success. He was part of the Curry Cup success. Again, it, it, it's not just Ivan. It's a, it's a, sh- a sign for me of things are, are where they should be at the Bulls. So that's the first thing, Ken. Second thing is, I think that the reality for me is that we have got other scrum-offs, but we pick who we feel is the best player to get the job done. And is it importance of this game? Yes. Is it the importance of having a Springbok play against the Stormers at home? Of course it is. You know. Um, but, but then saying that, I mean, the, the point is he wants to finish on a high. He wants to finish his contract professionally. He wants to leave, the, as I said, the province in a better place as opposed to just jumping ship now. And, and that's what's so nice, Ken. You know, we're sitting with wonderful uh, I suppose characters and people in this club now, and that's why that's why I think we get the successes that we do. So, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of I suppose everything chucked in, kid. You know, it's uh, and we have got a guy like that come off the bench. You know, I've I got to tell you, Ambrose Papir is, is injured. So the the point is, it's not he wasn't overlooked. He's actually been injured. He got injured. Uh, that's why he pulled out last week as well. And he you know, and I don't think he's going to be ready for a couple of weeks. So we've had to, you know, again we've had to by by default picking, him but I mean what a wonderful way to get him back 100% fit and ready and wanting to play in a game at Loftus
1: You know there are times where before you say something you gotta think hard and deep because there's a greater possibility, it is a reflection of either the psyche the mentality, the character in the person or it reflects a bit of background and for fear of exposing where you come from you think twice and consider perspective in your face in the in the olden days when Jesus Christ went on through his lessons he was never specific in his references He would always use symbols because whenever a symbol is used in a process where something has to be rectified none of us gets consumed if I were to refer to somebody who ate to mnyama I would put it like that because I am but if I were not, then I'd put it in a way that has the respect in what I'm referring to. I hope you understand. I don't.
11: Right. you gonna there you go, yeah. Thanks, Dobbo. No nice one. Um, cool, no problem. Uh Dobbo, if we can start with you, it's a short week uh, following a bye week. So how have the preparations gone? How's that impacted things and are you happy with the, the the preparations that have that you've done so far? Yeah, I think um, we, we you know in a short
10: week it actually catches you quite quickly. You only really got Monday and Tuesday prepare and chat. Sure. To give the guys a day off. So, but I mean, having a bye week last week, I know the Springboks box went around, but we, we got through quite a bit of work with the rest of the squad. And um, I think our Tuesday session was arguably one of our best, the sort of high, high speed, high intensity sessions we've had. So, yeah, pretty happy. Yeah.
11: Okay, uh, then just running through the changes to the starting lineup, uh, we obviously got Spec Magic straight in, uh, and Timo at 10. Um, and then in the tight five, we've got David and, and, and Nirtas. Uh, and then on the bench, we've got Andre Hugo making a debut. Uh, so that's quite exciting as well.
10: No, um, no we can't really load the player. And, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to make this thing a little clearer. Uh, no, we can't really... Sorry, the camera thing's already... Um, Recording in progress. We can't really um, load really the player... Sorry, Mike, let me just... Here's <laughs> one... that uh, it should be better. Um, cool. we currently learn him but, uh, and in the interest of you know trying to get him uh, exposed to the national cause and then not, not choose him. And the other issue was um, you know, Surtal Damien will have to rest next week with the Springbok Road protocol and I assuming he'll be in the assuming he's in the Springbok squad and with Warwick out we're finished fifteen. So our, our transition there is more about trying to get Sergio to play fifteen. I then not even ask him to run seven or eight Ks as a wing in a game like this and then move him to fifteen. So He's got to focus on that for the next six weeks, so that's probably explains that change. um part of the rest protocol. But we are very, very excited about Andre Um I think he's a really, really big star in the future, and he'll play for us over the next two weeks. We'll probably be your rest next week. Um, I think, uh, unfortunately, JD he rolled over his ankle, which is a pity, because he was going really nicely. Um, so was a little bit of a blow for us. But uh, David, if they, for the first game we played against the Bulls, and Cape Town was outstanding. So, yeah, we're feeling
11: good and we feel like we've got a good team out there. Great, yeah, and with JD it's, it's the other ankle, right? It's not the same ankle that he injured, it was the similar sort no, of thing. It's
10: exactly the same injury but different ankle,
11: yeah. Yeah. Could see, uh, obviously not your first uh, big derby at Loftus, um, but this is quite a big one. Are you, is it something, can you feel that the, the squad is quite excited, uh, almost more than usual, uh, to play in a big game?
6: Oh, definitely. Um... I think the last two days, or Monday, Tuesday's preparation really went well. Um, put a lot of focus uh, into this game because uh, we get a good victory uh, tomorrow, open up our chances to, to play in the final. So uh, um, there's a lot of excitement in the camp. Um, really, and After our close encounter at viewpoint, uh, I think it'll be another big game um, for everyone to look forward to.
11: Yeah, I mean, just thinking about when you started your career, Kitzie. the Stormers used to tour really, really well. Um, just remembering like 2012, 2013, you go overseas and, and win most of your games. Now we've won two games in a row on the road. It's not quite New Zealand and Australia, but uh, uh, good good spirit within the camp that the guys are actually performing away from home.
6: Yeah, definitely. Um, the two away games was, was definitely a great momentum booster and, and a morale booster for the team. So... Um, it's our job to pitch up tomorrow and, and put up another performance like that uh, where we can lift our heads and, and be proud of ourselves and, and hopefully get the victory.
11: Cool. Alright guys, we've got questions from you for these two. You can go for it.
6: John,
10: I'm
6: uh, not sure if you've
2: mentioned
10: it, but exactly how serious is JD's uh, injury? At the same as last one, which was I think two to three weeks, so it's the same as that. Just at the ankle, it's exactly the same diagnosis, grade two lateral, whatever it is, on that on the ankle. So um, lateral ligament strain. So you'll be out for three weeks. Sorry. Uh, uh, the, the
6: obvious question is, uh, how
10: does it impact on his on his prospects? Yeah, well, I can't, I can't obviously comment on that. But um, you know, I was really hoping because you know he's going to he's going to Japan on a special the year uh, <clears throat> and I think it's very really hard if not impossible to make a debut from the top league in Japan. You know, so. He has to be a before he goes. I think that's one of the reasons why he's so disappointed. And um, there's still lots of opportunity he misses this group. Um, there's still a great rugby championship and the end of year tour. But uh, I think Kirstie and I both know what a good player he is and he's best is certainly an in international lock. So I just hope he gets another chance to prove himself in the next few weeks. Uh, I imagine it's got some impact in the short term, yeah.
2: um, Booth. They've got Ivan in at Scrum off, um, you know, Mornay at fly off, and also Marcel Kutsia is, is is there. I mean, just from the halfbacks, do you think it's fairly obvious that they're going to be playing a percentage-orientated game, putting you guys under pressure with ticks? Um, and then just what you make of the Marcel Kutsia selection. Yeah, I think it's... Uh... Yeah, I think we know what the Bulls, I
10: think we all, all know uh, uh, what the bull, how the Bulls are going to play it. Um, I think we're bringing Ivan straight back in as a clear, as you said, a clear sign of intent of how they want to play. Obviously, got a much, much more experienced half-back partnership than, than, than us. And we, but, uh, you know, with experience, uh, we also have knowledge of how they play, because uh, we know the players really well. It's a really good combination. Um, yeah, I feel a bit for Marco. Uh, you know, he's been one through through Super Rugby and locked um, and and uh and curry cup and this tour has been absolutely brilliant i mean we've talked a lot about him in, in his breakdown work in a week um yeah but i mean obviously they look into the future Marcel's going to be uh you know later this year and, they, and mark is not so maybe that's the call they're making but um you know we um in some ways a little bit relieved not to see Mark. But i'm sure when the game's loose at the end he'll come on and then he will be a real threat when the breakdown's a little bit more open so uh, we, yeah but bringing a guy like uh, myself is uh, a is a is a big boost to me. um
6: just a bit away from the Rama Cup, the fixtures were announced for the Curry Cup starting middle of the month or so. Would you guys have preferred to have it by um,
10: taking into consideration that you might actually have to go up for that final Europe? Yeah, uh, you know, look, I mean. Um, at the moment, given our position on the log and how we started this competition, um, that final in Europe would be a nice problem to have, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, um, the big thing, you know, the balls are obviously the inside track, and I presume they would have. Uh, I think we'd have to play the balls in, in that opening carry. I think that's the case. Uh, that's what I heard. Uh, we playing the balls in the opening game, so uh, you know, if things go. As the, one of the teams is going to be substantially different in that opening carry cup game, I think so. Maybe there's an argument for a buy, but there's just so much to fit in you know, with the double round decision before uh, before Rainbow Cup, sorry, before Pro 16 proper starts. And I think that would have been really disruptive if we had Pro 16 and Curry Cup at the same time. So uh, that is the situation we have to accept.
2: Robert, no, on that, just want to share your perspective. Um, you know, if, if one of the teams, uh, either you or the Bulls, go through to the uh, Rainbow Cup final, it's going to be very hard to put together a 23-man um, team for that first Curry Cup game. I mean, is it uh, just your thoughts on that, on the scheduling and and the scenario that that could bring about? Yeah, look, yeah, I think I, I stand
10: to be corrected because it's a very fluid situation that the Springboks don't necessarily play in that final. So, um, and then you've got to put out a Curry Cup team as well that is going to be testing. Yeah, we're quite blessed to the Western Providence. Uh, you know, we had three universities in the varsity cup Got a really good young system, um, but and I think there has been, and it's not me and my job to make an announcement. There has been some um, latitude given by SA Rugby around the size of our squads and bringing in lone players, so that the big franchises can honour all their commitments. So I'm optimistic that we that we can. I just you know for the integrity of the competition, you know, um, you know Bulls Western uh, Blue Bulls Western Province game is a great character fixture. It'd be sad if uh, one team's putting out a second-and-a-half-stroke, stroke thirteen and once uh, at full strength. So, uh, but that's just what – it's a product of the times we're in.
1: you mentioned
2: earlier about uh, Andre Gerventa, how excited you are about him. Uh, what, what can we uh, – what do you think we'll see of him in the next two weeks? What side of his game will, will be coming out? Uh, he's, um, you know, you can't really see his
10: dad playing hooker, if you know what I mean, Steve. We, we, but it's a, very, it's a hooker version of his dad. So tough, high speed, high aggression, intense work, great, very competitive. Look, he's going to have to still learn his he's 19 year olds. I mean, a hooker won't know all the nuances of the scrumming and, uh, you know, he's trying, oh, that's still a dark art. that takes a couple of years. But I think you'll see his intensity in general play. Covers ground quickly, really competitive, really aggressive. Um, It is young for Hooker, but um, we really, as soon as we start the journey, I mean, he gets the privilege of playing with Stephen Kitzel and Franz Herber and Ali for Mark. It will only enhance his career, but I think we're going to be delighted with him. It's very tough Steve, like you said. With the
2: Bulls, um, in the last stand, they found uh, quite a bit of space out wide, the cross-kicking game, and that that was quite productive for them. Obviously, you know, they've got kickers. good kickers in this week so is that something that you um pretty much with the way you play perhaps on, on defense you leave a little bit of space there or is it something that you're planning to uh planning for and to try and perhaps try and uh,
10: close those gaps yeah um, yeah i mean they could have had another one i think Madosh dropped one with wide open didn't he? Uh, and that um and christmas got us with one in the curry cup in that game we just lost i think that was the last the last try so no, we we can't we can't ignore that anymore, you know. We we can have, we were much too tight in Cape Town. I think one and maybe the most drop was when this thug Kitsop was off the field of the yellow card and we got uh, <laughs> we got we got tight. But Steve you know, this is something we've addressed. We have to get more create more width on defence. I mean now absolutely superbit. Mamone Astain is a world leader when it comes to those kick passes or the whatever you want to call those, those those cross kicks, the fades or whatever we call them. So we, we we're well aware of that we can't we we have to get wider on defense. Steven Possible, young here,
9: could you coach. Steven, Police for Being Lead to the Space Conference. Steven, I als ask you, in as, misschien you in Africa, league, as you your span, your offer, your theater is done, have full the group what you South Africa, national rugby. As uh, gefocust op die taak wat, ja, wat inter- um, um, ja, on uh,
6: uh, in, the um, als of the uh, groot, uh, so in, in die wat so it's a Rhino Cup, and for us, it was as a before we riding, and it good as we would to forum
2: I thought I'd see the light again. I got something I can see again. I think I can finally breathe again. I've got something to believe in. I can finally see the yeah. end. Morning. I never thought I would be here again Now I feel like I should leave again It's okay, they're only feelings I feel like I can feel again